0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. With loud shouts they persisted in calling for his crucifixion, and their voices prevailed. The verdict of Pilate was that their demand should be granted, so he handed Jesus over to them to deal with as they wished. As they led him away, they took hold of a certain Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country and after laying the cross on him, they made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. The Gospel of the Lord. I went on my annual retreat about three weeks ago, just before the calamity of this terrible pandemic hit our country with such force And when I was on my annual retreat, one of the meditations, one of the prayer periods I did, focused on the Stations of the Cross. I asked during that meditation for the grace to really accompany the Lord Jesus in His Passion. And I didn't use any text. I didn't use any preset text of the Stations of the Cross. I just used my active imagination and what St. Ignatius of Loyola in his spiritual exercises calls the composition of place. I imagine myself in each of the scenes accompanying the Lord Jesus in his passion. This is a very effective way of practicing mental prayer, prayer from the heart that I recommend to you using sacred scripture, using sacred images like the stations or whatever you wish. But as I was meditating the stations in my own reflections without the text of scripture, just with the images of the stations, one inspiration really struck me as it never struck me before and that is how many scenes are dedicated to those who are helping Jesus. How many people were there for Jesus, comforting him, being there for him, in his hour of need, in his suffering, in his time of feeling abandoned and alone? Consider these stations. The fourth station, Jesus meets his afflicted mother Mary. Of course, his mother is always there for him. She's always fully cooperating with God's plan, and she's there for him in his way of the cross, in this moment of his passion. Of course, because of her central role in the history of salvation, we will see that she's there for subsequent stations as well. The fifth station, Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus carry his cross. The sixth station, Veronica wipes the face of Jesus, wipes off all that accumulated sweat and blood and spit. The eighth station, Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. The twelfth station, Jesus dies on the cross. As we know, of course, from the Gospel of Saint John, his mother Mary is there, Saint John the Apostle, the beloved disciple, is there, Saint Mary Magdalene's at the foot of the cross, and there are other Holy women that accompanied him that are there at the foot of the cross The 13th station Jesus is taken down from the cross Again his mother Mary is there John Mary Magdalene and the other women and then Nicodemus comes that leader of Israel who had met Jesus secretly in the garden and who followed him secretly and who offers a place for him to be buried and then of course the 14th station Jesus is laid in the tomb. We can imagine that these same people accompanied him, his dead body, and laid him in the tomb. My friends, as Jesus suffers so horribly, so many people are there for him and with him. It helps us to remember that when we suffer, so many people are there for us. When we're struggling with temptation and sin, The Communion of Saints spurs us on to victory. They spur us on by their example to fight the good fight, to keep going, and to fight along with them. When we're assailed with so many passions internally and so many demons externally, especially during this time of so much suffering in the world and perhaps in our own families, the Communion of Saints prays for us. So many people on earth and in heaven intercede for us, and they also Are willing to talk to us, to call us, to reach out to us, to walk with us. They are there for us. My friends, reach out to your brothers and sisters when you're suffering, when you need someone, when you're in need. Reach out to the Simons and to the Veronicas and to the Mary Magdalens around you. Ask them to help you. Ask them to be there for you your fellow brothers and sisters in the faith, your fellow members of the communion of saints and of the mystical body of Christ want to help you, want to be there for you, want to suffer with you. And so let us also be proactive in reaching out to others. Let us each be Simon's and Veronica's and Mary Magdalene's to those around us through our prayers, by reaching out to people with our phone calls, through virtual meetings and visits, by running errands for people if it's possible, by offering donations to those who are needy. Let us show the consolation, the healing, the loving accompaniment to those who suffer, as so many people are willing to do for us. And of course, let us especially keep the eyes of our hearts fixed on Jesus himself. Let us look to him. Because when we accompany him in his passion, when we really meditate his passion, when we prayerfully enter into what happens to him in his passion, we realize two things. First, how intensely he suffered. How great was his suffering. But we also come to understand in realizing how much he suffered, why he suffered. He suffered so much out of his obedient love for the Father to do the Father's will, to accomplish the Father's plan. And what is the Father's will? What is the Father's plan? That Jesus should suffer and die for us, for every one of us, to heal us, to forgive us, to raise each one of us up, to save us, out of love for us, to make us one with him and with the Father and with their Holy Spirit, sharing their life of love. Note that some of the other stations, on the third station, the seventh station, and the ninth station, Jesus falls the first and the second and the third time. But he gets up and he keeps going despite what he's suffering and despite what he faces and knows is coming up. Why does he keep getting up every time? Meditating the Passion reveals to us how much Jesus loves us, what lengths he's willing to go to in order to prove it to us. And that's why he keeps going, because he he loves us and he knows he has to accomplish this mission to prove to us how much he loves us and to show us that he saves us. He suffers for us to deliver us from our suffering and from the ultimate suffering, sin and the great consequence of sin, everlasting death. And so the first thing we realize when we meditate the Passion of the Lord is how much Jesus loves us, how much he suffered to show us that love. But the second thing that we realize when we meditate his Passion is not only that we accompany him in his suffering, but that he accompanies us in our suffering. He gives us the example of persevering in love, despite the cost. And just as Simon helps Jesus carry the cross, Jesus helps Simon carry the cross. Just as in the Passion, meditating the Passion, we can accompany the Lord Jesus and help Him carry His cross and accompany Him and help Him like Simon and Veronica and Mary Magdalene do, so Jesus accompanies us in carrying our crosses. He gives us the example of realizing that He helps us carry our crosses. He accompanies us in our sufferings through the power of his grace directly from him, but also through the help of others, through those Simons and Veronicas and Mary Magdalens that he gives to us, that he has placed in our lives. One of the central messages of the Passion is that we may have to suffer, but we don't have to suffer alone. God is with us. The communion of saints in heaven and on earth is with us. All of us have our own individual crosses. Every one of us struggles with temptations and sins. Every one of us is assailed by our passions and by so many demons. Every one of us has suffered from wounds in our past and even in our present. And we look around and we see the terrible news of so many people dying, so many people in pain. Perhaps even our loved ones are sick, and perhaps even we Are finding ourselves face to face with the possibility of death, and we ourselves are fearing death. My friends, during this time of suffering, during this time when we especially meditate the Lord's suffering, let us look to the Lord Jesus and to his passion. Let us prayerfully meditate his passion, take quality time to accompany him in his passion, especially as we approach the holiest of weeks next week. Let us be comforted by the strength of his example. Let us be consoled by the help of our brothers and sisters in the faith, and let us have confidence in the power of his grace. We may need to suffer, but we do not have to suffer alone. God is with us, and where he has gone, we hope to follow. Amen.